Hello, and welcome to another video. I'm Michelle Fortier, licensed clinical social worker in the state of Florida, and my channel is I'm Free Now What? So today's topic is a, another one of the mindfulness skills from DBT. Based on all my previous videos, we should all know I love DBT. DBT is, to me, the greatest thing under the sun since sliced bread. And so today we're going to go over the, um, what I like to call the more hippie shit about DBT. We're going to be going over the skill called wise mind. Dun, dun, dun. So in DBT, it's a big thing that we have something called wise mind. And wise mind is the synthesis between logical mind or rational mind. I don't even say rational. Logical mind and then emotional mind. And that space in that circle in between when the two circles overlap, that's wise mind. And with wise mind, it's where we understand the uh, importance of emotion. We don't discount emotion and we understand the importance of being rational and using our logical mind. And once again, I'm going to be going over this great DBT handout from the wonderful DBT handout. I'm just going to pick up the other one because I have multiple copies of this. I use them with a lot of my DBT clients and my DBT group. So this right here, if you finally go ahead and get yourself a DBT book, this is handout number three in the mindfulness section. And this right here, like I said, reasonable mind, wise mind, and emotional mind. And as we can see with reasonable mind, reasonable mind is that cool part of ourselves. That's a part that can step back and look at the situation logically. It's rational. Um, it is task focused. Logical mind gets us to get done what we need to get done. It is the part of us that steps out of our emotion and says, okay, I know that I am feeling mad or I'm feeling upset that my partner did X, Y, and Z, but I still need to go ahead and put food on the table. And so sometimes rational mind will block off emotional mind, but we don't need to be doing that. Emotion mind, so emotion mind is hot. It is mood dependent. It is emotion focused. When we're in emotion mind, we are ruled by our emotions. So this is partner and I get into an argument. Um, I am so overwhelmed with emotions that I cannot even go ahead and think about getting dinner. What I'm gonna do when I'm in emotional mind is I might chase him down. I might go and spend the day in my bedroom, lock the door, hide from everybody. That is emotional mind. Emotional mind is overwhelming. It sometimes blocks out logical mind. Now, what some people do, and men in particular, they tend to try to block out emotional mind altogether and just try to live and rational mind. However, when we ignore our emotions and try to live only in a rational mind, our emotions just get bottled up and then they explode at the worst times. So what do we need to be doing? Well, that's where wise mind comes in. Wise mind is that sweet spot that we take into account rational mind and we take into account emotional mind and we make decisions, we live our lives, we think 
and we feel from that wise mind spot. So how does one get to wise mind? Well, good old Marsha has a whole other page about different exercises and different ideas about how to get yourself into wise mind. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go over them briefly. And what I'm gonna do is the ones that require more visualization. I'm gonna go ahead and make short little videos of just the visualization. So that way, if you want to, you can just play that video to get yourself into wise mind. So one of the first ones, this is my favorite. I like this one. And it tends to be that some people like option number one and some people really respond to option number two. It's really interesting. Most people don't like both option one and option number two. It's an either or. So option number one is where you imagine that you are in a clear, oh, and this right here, sit in a nice quiet place. Get yourself where you can have a space to do this. And so with this one, it's called Stone Flake on a Lake. I'm going to go ahead and read it. It says, imagine that you are by a clear blue lake on a beautiful sunny day. Then imagine that you're a small flake of stone. And people up north, they're going to know what a flake looks like because they're shale. Down here, different kind of rock. So every time I say shale or flake, everybody's like, what the hell are you talking about, Michelle? That makes no sense. A flake of rock is just a small um, piece of stone and it is more light than just like sinking so you can imagine I don't know a leaf if you're down here that slowly is heavier and will sink down to the ground so imagine that you are a small flake of stone or that leaf that's gonna be floating down flat and light imagine that you have been tossed into the lake and you are now gently slowly floating down into the calm, clear blue water to the lake's smooth, sandy bottom. And as you're floating down, and remember, this is a visualization, so you might have your eyes closed, and you're gonna imagine that you're floating down to the bottom. And as you're floating, you're gonna feel the calmness, you're gonna feel the coolness of that lake. And as you float down, you're gonna notice all those sensations. And you can imagine that this is occurring inside of you. When you're doing this, you wait till you settle to the bottom. And notice the serenity of the lake. Notice the calmness and the quiet within you. And as you reach the center, go ahead and notice that's where you settle. And so sometimes for some people, that's how they can access wise mind. It's that spot in you of quietness where you can both think and feel. It's a spot that um, is your intuition. It's that part of you that just knows. Now, this next one is where you visualize, once again, sit quiet place, close your eyes. And this one, you visualize yourself where at the top of your head or in your chest, you start visualizing yourself walking down a staircase. And I'm gonna give a whole script about how to do this. Um, for me, I don't like basements. This feels like to me that I'm walking into a dungeon. Other people absolutely love this one. Like I said, I'm Stoneflake on a lake. Other people are the staircase. You decide which one works best for you. The next one is something that can really help when you don't have the ability to sit in a quiet place. 
I like this one to settle down when you're getting hyped up and you need your nervous system to settle down and you need to get out of that hot mind and start listening more to that wise mind because you're having difficulty accessing reasonable or logical mind. So this one, you breathe in and you say to yourself, wise, and then you blow out mind. And then you focus your entire self when you breathe in think some people find it helpful to picture the word wise in front of them if they're more visual thinkers. If you are a more auditory thinker, you can think wise. If you're visual, picture wise. And as you blow out, your whole being focuses on mind. And this allows you to settle yourself into wise mind. Like I said, this is, about, this is the hippie part of DBT. But for some reason, it works. The next one is where you ask wise mind a question. And with this one, what you do is you breathe in and you silently ask wise mind a question. So this could be like, should I, um, you know, should I continue school? I'm very emotional, I'm not sure, blah, 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 blah. And my emotions are saying, what are you gonna do? And a lot of anxiety and logical is like, you know, you need to do this, blah, 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 blah. So I'm going to settle into wise mind where I have the synthesis of both the reason and the emotion because both of those things give us very valuable information. So for this one, I'm gonna picture the, or if I'm visual, picture it in my head. If I am auditory, I'm gonna listen to it in my head. And I'm going to be quiet and I'm gonna settle myself into asking that question. So it'll be, I'm thinking right now, am I going to go to school? And then I'm going to be quiet and listen for the answer. I liken this to the magic eight ball. So you know how sometimes the magic eight ball says, try again later. If you don't get an answer, you don't push the answer. You just quietly listen. And if nothing comes up, then you just go about your business and try again at another time, just like that magic eight ball. But what's kind of neat is when I've had people do this in session, they've learned some hard truths that they didn't particularly like when they actually listened to wise mind and got out of emotional mind. Uh, so be prepared for that. The next one that I like is where you ask if a certain behavior or a certain action is wise mind. I find those very helpful. I hate traffic. Um, I get road rage. I'll be the first to admit it. I am not very calm when I'm driving. So this right here is where I'll say, is chasing down that other car wise mind? And I'll sit there and I'll go, no, I know wise mind says don't, don't chase down cars. That's emotional mind leaving out reasonable mind. Not a good place to be. So once again, though, when you're doing this, you don't push for an answer. What you're doing when you're doing wise mind is you're listening quietly to that intuition in yourself. Now, this one is a little bit different. This is more of the hippie type thing. This is where you go ahead and to settle yourself into wise mind, you do a breathing exercise. Now, some people, they feel their wise mind in their forehead. Some people feel their wise mind in their abdomen. I'm more of an abdomen person. Other people are more of a forehead type person. And so this one, you're going to keep breathing. You're gonna breathe in completely. 
and then you're gonna blow out and you're gonna allow yourself to settle into that part of your body that for you keeps your wise mind. So I would keep breathing until I can settle into my abdomen and keep myself calm while also allowing myself to feel my emotions. This next one is, I liken it to a dimmer switch. You know, a dimmer switch in your house. When you turn it up, the light gets bigger. When you turn it down, the light goes off. And so for this one, what you're going to do is you're going to expand awareness around you as you go and you say, breathe in. Awareness expands around me. As I breathe out, my awareness comes back into me. And for some people, this awareness out allows them to encapsulate both their emotions and their logic and then it allows them to focus this more as they go down. So this is helpful for some people. Like I said, these are all different exercises because it's understood that not everybody is going to get to wise mind with this exercise or get to wise mind with that exercise. And for some people, none of these things get them to wise mind. They figure out something different. It is all up to you how you get to your wise mind. And once you're in your wise mind, you know you're in your wise mind because there's a sense of calmness and peace. Now, sometimes some people, after they've been really, really emotional, they think that that calmness and peace has been achieved, um, but what they really are are just drained. And they're drained from their emotions. And so they feel tired. Wise mind is not a place of feeling tired. Wise mind is a state of calmness. And sometimes we can be tricked into thinking that we're in wise mind because we're tired. But tired is not part of that wise mind feeling. Wise mind is calmness. It is getting in touch with our deepest self, who we are. And so sometimes it can be tricky to get there. But with all our skills in DBT, we practice these skills when we don't need them. So that way when we do need them, they're in our back pocket because all the skills that I go over in these videos take time, they take practice. They are not right away. They are things that require our dedication to put in place. And just like anybody that plays sports or anybody that has to do any training, we train when we don't need those skills. So that way when we're in a game, when we're in a situation, those skills are secondary nature to us that we don't have to think about them. That's why it's so important to practice all these DBT skills that I'm giving you when you don't need them. And like I have said, these skill videos are not meant to replace actually going to a, T a DBT therapist or a DBT group. These are meant because I understand that not everybody has access to mental health services. Not everybody can afford mental health services. So this is a little bit of a way to get some skills to you. Once again, if you found this video helpful, it would help me for you to subscribe to it and to share it. One of the things that I hope to do is eventually get my channel where it makes funds. So that way it can help subsidize the cost of people getting therapy. So anything that in the future is made from this channel 
will go to be able to offer reduced cost therapy to clients up to free counseling for clients. So hopefully, eventually this channel will get there. But that requires people subscribing and sharing and watching. So once again, also, if you have any comments or concerns or any questions, please go ahead and leave them in the comment section. Until the next video, have some good mental health.